morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Baer's Moving Markets podcast. It's Monday, the 14th of August, and my name is Helen Freer. So news out of China is impacting equity markets in Asia this morning. On today's show, I'll be talking about this and more market news with Alexander Peterson. And then I'll be speaking to Markus Wachter from our technical analysis team to get his latest thoughts on the markets from a technical perspective. Among other things, I'll be asking him about oil and precious metals. But first up is Alex. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Helen. Let's start with China. There's some news about one of China's largest private wealth managers that's causing fresh concern. Could you start by filling us in on this? Of course. On Friday last week, three firms said they failed to receive payments on product issued by companies linked to Chongxi Enterprise Group, which has about 138 billion USD in assets under management. This triggered fresh anxiety about the health of the country's shadow banking industry. And how are Asian markets looking this morning? Asia-specific markets are mostly lower this morning as China's sluggish economic recovery weighs on the markets. China's CSI 300 is trading lower this morning and the Nikkei 225 is also down. The Nifty 50 is down half a percent, while the Hang Seng Index is down the most at 2.3%. Also, the offshore yuan is trading near its weakest level of the year and is one of the worst performing Asian currencies year to date. Okay, let's leave Asian markets now and move on to the US. I read that Goldman Sachs is expecting the Federal Reserve to lower their interest rates by the end of June next year. What more can you tell us about this? Yes, so a team at Goldman Sachs is expecting rate cuts to start in the second quarter of 2024. They expect the Federal Open Market Committee to hold off on a rate hike next month. This is due to the data from last week, which showed that US inflation rose at a slower than expected headline rate of 3.2%. The core CPI, which excludes energy and food costs, is running at 4.7% annual pace, And they expect 25 basis points of cuts per quarter, but are uncertain about the pace at which they will be implemented. And coming to Europe now, there's some news about the UK property market. The number of homes sold by landlords is up, right? Indeed, the UK housing market continues to be jolted by a rise in tax receipts from property sales, which suggests a larger than expected sell-off by landlords. And the UK tax authority revised up the 2021-22 tax year Property disposal figures by 8.5%. What's your take on this? This revision suggests that landlords may have been disposing of properties even earlier than previously thought. As interest rates rise, the landlord's main concern is the mortgage, which is highly affected by the interest rate change. This leaves the landlord with two options, sell the property or raise the rent. Okay, and what about in currencies and commodities? Can you give us the main news there this morning? Over in currencies, the Bloomberg dollar spot index rose 0.1% and the euro was little changed and is trading above $1.09. In commodities, West Texas Intermediate fell 0.5% and the price of gold was little changed. And just lastly, Alex, what's coming up today? What should investors be looking out for? Looking ahead to the rest of the week, Tuesday is retail sales day with countries such as the US, China and the UK releasing their figures. Also on Tuesday, China will release its industrial production figures and Japan will release its GDP data. On Wednesday, the UK will provide more information on inflation and Germany will release its ZEW survey tomorrow. And that's pretty much all for today's wrap up. Thank you, Helen. Back to you. Very good. Thank you very much, Alex, for the roundup. Now, Marcus, thanks for joining us today as well. Good morning, first of all. Morning, Helen. 
Let's start with the S&P, which I also asked you about last week. But so far this month, the S&P is now down 2.7%. So what are the charts saying about where it goes from here? Yeah, we have been seeing uh, US equities trading down last week. We saw the S&P going down 0.3%, while the Nasdaq has been uh, even worse. It has been going down 1.6% on the week. Um, with that, um, the S&P 500 is trading at its support at 4,460. And uh, basically, uh, the uptrend is uh, still intact. So we see a consolidation there, but the overall uh, bullish picture is uh, not endangered unless we go to uh, lower levels there. Okay. And what about comparing the US with Europe? Europe's been underperforming the US so far this year. How do you see European equities developing now? Looking at the uh, Stocks Europe 600 index, we see that it has done an 18-month high and it's still, after some consolidation, holding at the supports of 455 and uh, also above the important support of 440. That said, there is some reluctancy to go down for the index. On the other hand, if we look at the relative picture versus the S&P 500, we see that uh, the relative performance of the uh, Stocks Europe is deteriorating and we are looking at the movements to see if there is the need of a downgrade for the European equities. And let's move to commodities now. The oil price has been moving upwards lately. The price of Brent crude oil actually went through its 40-week moving average at the end of July. What are your thoughts here on where the oil price is heading now? The oil price has been showing quite some strength. In the last month, it gained 8.1%. and it, As you said, it crossed above. It also broke its downward trend uh, that had persisted since uh, 2022. So in the last five days, we saw a rise of the 1.2% and we trade at the resistance zone. So we just managed to go uh, above uh, the 86. So the resistance zone is like 87, 89 US dollar per barrel. And uh, this has been uh, a level where, or like a zone where from like uh, 22 till April 23, we have been seeing a strong resistance in that zone. It has been putting a ceiling on the oil prices there. So it will be interesting if the price is managing to break above that zone, which would free up further upside. And the price of precious metals um, has been coming down. What can you tell us about this? What are your thoughts on um, gold and silver? Yeah, the picture of gold and silver is not sparkling at all. It shows like an opposite uh, trend. So gold has lost nearly 1.5% the last week and silver even like almost uh, 4%. Uh, both fell through their 40-week moving averages and we have reached some uh, support levels uh, there. So in gold, we have the 18 90, 1900 uh, support zone or for silver is like between 22 to 22.7 US dollars. So um, currently we see that there has been a consolidation. We need to see if the, these levels hold. Breaking down these levels would be a, a bearish uh, signal for gold and silver going forward. 
Okay, great. Thanks very much, Marcus. Interesting to hear your thoughts this morning. Thank you, Helen. So that is all for today. Thank you again to my guests and thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and please also leave us a review on whichever platform you like to listen on. We would love to hear your feedback. And do join us again tomorrow when I'll be back talking to more of our colleagues about what is moving markets. Have a great start to the week, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.